0: Carlos is the oldest of his two brothers, Kevin and Calvin, and of his cousin, Kaylin. The four of them run New Orleans with an iron fist. With their father stepping down and handing the throne to Carlos and his brothers, they have to live up to everything Kane has built. Carlos, aka Kills, is a straight savage. He does not play about his family or their business. That stresses from Louisiana to Miami all about his business and pretty much nothing in between love was never on the agenda as fate would have it he has a change of heart when he meets the sexy kaylee rica kaylee is the oldest oldest of her three sisters camora kelly and kiara they are from italy but moved to the states with their drug dealing father after their mother died giving birth to the twins kelly and kiara the sisters are headstrong smart beautiful and extremely close. Life as they know it changes dramatically when Kylie finds herself unintentionally falling for kills, the savage from New Orleans. When the Royals meet the Rickas, it is one hell of a ride. Infidelity, shootouts, robbery, betrayal at an all time high. Through it all, will love prevail? Or will the dangerous lives of the Royals fill the sister's heart with regret? Find out what happens when the Royals give their hearts to New Orleans savages in between the sheets of this captivating read. Hello my beautiful people. We are here for another London Lens review. Um this is actually the first book that made me like London Lens writing. Like I was really intrigued by it and enjoyed it and get into it because you know what let me be completely transparent i had recorded a review for this book and as i was you know i had been done was going back editing listening to the episode i didn't like it so i completely scrapped it and i started all over um because i was talking about the last review that i did which was episode 51 and how much I did not like that story. And that's still true. I'm still standing on it. And her writing could definitely be better um, in the sense of it's very, it's very childish, childlike, um, and where all of her characters are, especially the male characters, they're very obsessive with their partners and at first i loved it like when i first started reading her work i was like of course i want my partner to be like this with me and now and i'm ugh, let me be very clear because i don't want to come across as one of those people as "Ooh, i turned 30 i'm wiser now i just know everything because that's not the case um but going back to read this story, um, noticing how problematic it is and you. but some people are going to love this and they're probably going to hear this episode and be like, huh, here you go, bashing, you know, and I'm not trying to do that. But I do want to highlight the problems that I feel like are wrong with this story but um at one point it's like i was hanging on by a thread like please when is the next update but like i said going back to reading now and i guess it is the way of the world where it's like you see things and it's like yeah there's a problem with that but i want to put a trigger warning out there like like i said the men are obsessive and controlling. There's cheating, which I absolutely hate. Um, and jokes about sexual assault. And I know you're probably thinking like, er, that's where I can stop right there. It's like, and there's a lot of homophobia, like in all of her writing. I do believe she's homophobic, and it's just like, and I know she's from Detroit and she lives in Detroit, and that's probably just the way that things are over there. But just a trigger warning if you ever do decide to pick up the book, this is what's in that book. So you just have to look forward to that. So um let's hop into it. The book is called In Love with a New Orleans Savage. So we have a group of brothers where You have Carlos is the oldest, and he has two brothers, um, Calvin and Kevin, and Kaylin is their cousin, but, you know, they're all real close, and they have a friend who is, like, their brother, Brandon, Um, and then we have a group of sisters who Kaylee is the oldest, followed by Kamora, and then there's twins, Kelly and Kira, and Brandon has a girlfriend named Tiffany, um, so one night, they're throwing a party for Kevin, because he just opened his barbershop, so it's like to celebrate him, and you know, they're also like drug dealers, so you know, they have their own little businesses on the side as well, to make quote-unquote legitimate money so Tiffany knows Kamora from college they have a class together so she invited Kamora, who you know of course told her I'm bringing my sisters along so when they're all in the VIP section together we have uh let's see because there are so many K's that's another thing I hate it I wish it would have been like okay maybe the guys all had their names starting with one letter and then the girls had another letter, but all these Ks, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna mix up a couple and, you know, and she does it in the book too. That was another thing. It's just like where one name is there, it's like, you know, she meant the other. That's why I feel like it should have been a different letter. So when Tiffany introduces them Calvin gravitates towards Kira, then we have Kevin and Kamora. then Kaylin and, K- wait, Kaylin, wait, what? I messed that up. Uh, Kaylin and Kelly. See, already in my notes, I literally have Calvin to Kira, Kevin to Kimora, then Kaylin to Kira, and it should have been Kaylin to Kelly um you have carlos who is the big brother he apparently has a alter ego named kills because they uh the royal brothers and cousin they all have these gray eyes so you know they have these light eyes and whenever he's really upset his eyes turn pitch black and everybody in the street knows him as kills anyway he's laid back smoking like not really interacting with the group Although he's staring directly at Kaylee. So she um goes and sits down because it's like, oh, you're not going to say anything to me. um And everybody else is off like being quote unquote booed up meeting the person that they're attracted to. So... He tells her, you know, it's rude for you to be on your phone while you're out with friends. And she's like, oh, so you do talk because you didn't say anything to me and everybody else is having their own private conversation. So I didn't think anything of it. So he takes her phone and, like, then takes her outside onto the roof because they own the club that they're in. And he's like, you know because it's awkward because like I said he he constantly had like his face he has a resting bitch face so he's constantly looking mean so she's like you know what what we doing out here he's like I didn't come out here to kill you relax like I just wanted you to see that this is a place where I clear my head so they get to talking and he's like you know at some point I'm coming for you I want you to be my girl so everybody that you talking to get rid of them And be done with it. And uh, she's like, you know, he's cute. You know, he's she's attracted to him. Woop to woop, whatever. So they exchange numbers and come to find out that their birthdays are a day apart. Um, he has a computer, I think, engineering degree, and she's in school right now. Um. But he tells her, you know, he has to go to Miami, but while he's there, he wants to talk to her, so she better be by the phone. And it's like, nigga, I just met you tonight. Don't you think you ought to pull it back a little bit? But he don't think so. Um, And so at one point, you know, they're flirting through text, and it turns into a phone conversation, because he asked you know like what are you about to do today and she's like oh well me and my sisters we're going to work out with our trainer and he hears the word trainer and was like that better be a woman and she's like no actually it's whatever the guy's name was and he's like what and she's like yeah like and that was another thing like I couldn't stand like they literally could not be around no other man can't no man say hi smile in a direction or it's a problem for everybody and I'm just like huh like you want your partner to be protective over you because I think I've said this before like some people don't but even if you don't don't act like it's a red flag for other people to find it attractive if their partner is kind of like territorial over them because i find it sexy but this this is obsessive like i said at the beginning um so he group chats his brothers like you know they're going to work out in these little bitty clothes and working out with this guy so calvin kaylin and kevin show up at komora's house like what the fuck y'all doing y'all got the game messed up and they're like first of all how did you find out where we live? We never told you where we lived and we never told y'all what we was doing today. So how do y'all know any of that? And so Kayla comes down into her apartment. I was going to say coming downstairs. Um, oh, but they all do stay in the same like condominium apartment. So, and they all have keys to each other houses. So I do believe that Kylie, Kaylee is uh, like upstairs from, Kamora's apartment. So, um, she comes in and was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was just on my way to tell y'all about this. Like, haha, this is so funny. It's like, no, cause first of all, y'all not telling me that I can't work out with this trainer that I paid for and that I want to work out with. It ain't even about the money. If I wanted to work out with him, I'm going to work out with him. And you know like there's nothing funny about this i just don't understand and then y'all showing up and then him calling his brothers it's just like what is going on but you know they find it cute and it's no. Pro- well Kamura was upset because she's like you know how how do y'all know just to pop up here and he's like man i don't care y'all shouldn't have never made us catch feelings for y'all and it's just like so because you want to do more than have sex with me you know that's my fault and i should have never made you catch feelings and now i have to do what you say i don't think so but they like it i love it in this universe um so they all decide to go down to the gym that's like in the condominium and then go out to eat from there except for Kamora. she's like you know i don't feel like it anymore I don't want to do nothing with y'all because he don't piss me off but of course he stays behind and he's like you know all of what i just said again like y'all messed up made, making us catch feelings for y'all i don't feel no way about messing up your plans to work out with this trainer you know it is what it is so just get with the program and she's like no nigga but they go out to eat and they have this conversation because um It was Camor's point of view in the chapter. And she actually already had a crush on Kevin before the girls went out to the club to meet the brothers. but he he was always seen with a woman and they never like really interacted with each other the few times she had went out with tiffany before so she just told her sisters like i really don't know who these guys are that we're going out with but i know tiffany and i know her boyfriend and basically that is what it is but um she knew the woman as christy so when they go out to eat and you know they're walking outside they're approached by her and you know she's hooping and howling like what you doing with this bitch and so this is why you can't answer none of my calls because you out with this bitch and at first like Kamora wasn't saying that she was basically playing a background and letting this scene fall out in front of her until chrissy tries her so she punches her and knocks her out and they leave and go to kevin's house where they have sex and like, basically make things official official. So the same thing happens for Carlos and Kaylee, where they agree to be a couple. And it's like, you know, this is official now, you're my man, you're my woman type of thing. So then we have, you know, like basically everything is going great for everybody. Then we have Kelly and Kira are at the mall together you know just doing some shopping and as they're shopping kelly sees somebody who looks like caitlin but she's not too sure because he's with another woman so she's following behind him to make sure that he's who she thinks he is while making sure um he and the girl don't see her so when she finally sees that it's actually him she texts him like, you know, Hey, what you doing? What's going on? So he's like, I'm just dealing with some bullshit. But after I wrap this up, you know, I want to see you. And so she's telling her twin, like what's going on? Like this nigga is literally lying to my face right now. So she walks up to him, confronting him like, Oh, is this the bullshit you had to take care of? And, you know, he's looking like a deer caught in headlights at the fact that he's caught and she calls him by his real name like is this what you had to deal with kaylin and the girl that he's with is like why does she get to call you by your real name and i don't and i've been sleeping with you for the past four months and kelly you know, she's upset about this because she's like, I asked you if you were seeing anybody and you said no. And he's, like, sleeping with and, like, having a girlfriend. Those are not the same thing. But anyway, she leaves the mall, um, her and Kira, and she pulls her car into a private parking lot that they have. And she doesn't go to her apartment. Her and um, Kira go to kylie's apartment uh yeah kylie's apartment because she's always with carlos now so they know she's not going to be there and they both just cut off their phones because even though kira you know her and calvin they good but she's like fuck it i'm riding with my twin giving very much beyonce and salam's like i'm riding for my sister so we turning off our phones we getting some liquor we finna eat some food fuck these niggas for the night and so the very next morning she uh kelly she wakes up to multiple calls and text messages and voicemails from uh kaylin wanting to know like where you been your phone i mean yeah your phone was off and your car ain't in the parking lot so you better not say you was at home because you definitely was not at home and she won't tell him she's like you know you lied so why are you trying to check up on me like whatever little thing we had going on is no longer going on so don't contact me And he almost calls her out her name and is like man quit playing with me where have you been so she hangs up she's not talking to him no more so kira has to calm calvin down as well because he's like why was your phone off like you because she laughing at him on the phone (laughs) he's like you laughing because you bullshit and she was like no i actually was with my sister but also, I was going to ride with my sister. So if we if she was turning off her phone, I was with my sister. But she's like, you know, we could go to breakfast and we'll talk about it then. And he tells her, you know, don't ever cut your phone off. I always need access to you. Even if you, you know, like I'm not mad that she was with your sister and riding for your sister. You know, hey, I respect that. But at least keep the phone on. Text me, call me or something. But don't just cut the phone off and I don't know where you at and can't get to you. so kelly is set up on a blind date by her friend um because you know they meet up for dinner with the friend and her boyfriend and then there's another guy there so it's just like oh okay i kind of would have been mad i'm like bitch if i didn't ask you to set me up and i'm thinking like we coming out to have dinner together why so while kelly is on this unknown to her blind date kaylin is calling her and she you know at first she's ignoring his phone calls until it's just like okay he won't stop calling so she has to get up from the table and it's like you know you you guys i'm so sorry please excuse me and before she can even say hello he's like get up from that fucking table from that date you on and she's like you know what no click hangs up and goes back and then next thing you know this fool is walking into the restaurant and pulls up a seat at the table like between kelly and her date and start eating the dinner rolls and he's like you know i don't know what this is and why she would set you up like this but she very much is in a relationship and you know she's leaving with me so you ain't got nothing coming so the guy Says something smart like oh i'll make sure that she gets home next thing you know this nigga got a red dot on i think either his forehead or on his chest and it's like you want to say that to me again so kelly gets up and leaves with kaylin and you know he's telling her which this part pissed me off like the whole book is like really but he's like he's walking towards his car and telling her you know follow me to my house and so she tells him like i'm not following you nowhere i'm going home i'm just like why would you tell him what you gonna do i would let valet pull my car around and when he's like follow me to my house i'm like okay and i'd have hopped in my car so fast and sped out that bitch and went back to that private parking that you have that he cannot gain access to it just would have went to my house. Like, why are you telling him I'm not following you anyway? It's just like, so you, you want to go with this nigga that you claim that you mad at and you upset with and that quote unquote played you. But anyway, they go back to his house and they make up and he's like, you know, you can't be mad at me. You my one man whoop de whoop. You know, everything is great. And that's basically the whole book where it's obsessive. Don't let no man talk to you. Don't let no man touch you um they even take a trip to cancun together like it's very fast paced this book is i just want y'all to know um and you know they had a good time there nothing really happened um and then it's like when they get back carlos he has a girl as well that he um her name is xena that he been messing with like constantly like of course how they all do like the girl is just for sex they're not in a real relationship but she blows him up all the time constantly calling his phone whatever whatever and Kylie tells him like i know that's her calling your phone and you could do something about it like block that bitch, don't talk to her or this relationship and situation is over he's like you know we'll never be over and that's the thing that pisses me off about this though with uh I want to say with a lot of these books it's kind of like especially with the men you better not ever but you better not complain when i do what i say you better not never do as far as entertaining the opposite sex because kylie made a great point she's like you know y'all killers are basically talking to carlos like you're a killer you can stop anybody from playing with you at any point and if a man even looks in my direction or appears as if he's looking at me he might be looking past me you are ready to riot but you steady letting this girl call your phone and you know she leaving you voicemails and you getting up in the middle of the night to listen to the voicemails but then you acting like you so obsessed with me and you know you can't live without me but you still checking up on this bitch so, it got to be something there. And he's like, man, fuck that bitch. I ain't worried about her. You know, it ain't nothing like that. No, it's it's something like that. Because you could definitely stop her from calling you or you can block her. Cause, and he did block like her original number, but she was also calling from other numbers. So, it's just like, you can stop this, but you don't want to stop this. But it's like, uh, I would have been like, but I could stop this relationship. So, anyway, one night he has to go like he's manager of the club for the night because everybody else is busy so he gets quote unquote so drunk and so high that he has sex with Xena at the club and it's even to the point where they pass out sleep together and she's sleeping on his chest so after that he does this big old grand gesture for Kylie where he takes her to dinner he buys her all of these clothes and then he takes her to the hotel and they have like great sex like better than any other sex they've ever had and she's thinking it's just him being a great boyfriend until one day she gets a manila folder delivered to her and it's pictures of carlos and xena from that night having sex so she does this which i will never understand people who set up like beautiful gestures to let somebody know that you caught them cheating so anyway she has rose petals like all over his house leading up to his bedroom and when he gets like to the bedroom there's candles lit and on the bed is hearts and rose petals and the manila folder like on the bed And Carlos is thinking this is her way of telling him that she might be pregnant. So, he's hype to open the folder. And so, when he opens the folders and sees the actual photos, like, you know, his heart drops. And he goes around his house and everything that she had over at his house is gone. Like, there's no traces of her whatsoever. She took every single thing... And he goes out to like one of the windows and he has a dumpster in the back of his house and he sees that all of her things has has been thrown in that dumpster and it's covered in red paint. So there's no way that it can be recovered. So, you know, there's like two to three months where they're broken up and he acts a fool trying to get her back, but it's like a no go she even moves out of the apartment and it's just like she wants nothing to do with him now in that time that they're broken up someone well not someone um the royals uncles like half uncles half uncles that's funny but um their dad's half brothers kill their parents kill carlos's parents so and she wanted to reach out, Kylie does, but she's like, you know, everybody told her, you know, he's going dark, he's not talking to nobody, he's just in a bad place, so, you know, it just would not be the best, best time to reach out to him, so she doesn't, until one day, he shows up at her new apartment, and he heard that she had a new boyfriend, and he had finally, like, come up for air, so to speak, um, So he shows up at her place and they have a conversation where he's like, you know, thank you for the well wishes. Everybody told me you have been looking for me, but, you know, I'm good. You know, you ain't even got to worry about it. Um, And then he's like, she gets a call from the new boyfriend and she steps away from him to like take the call in the kitchen. And for some reason that just wakes something up in him like, ain't no way she's going to be with this nigga in my face. So he follows behind her and hangs up the phone. And it's like, baby, I can't be without you. You know, you're the only one for me. I'm so sorry that I hurt you, but I'm gonna do better this time. And, you know, you can go ahead and break up with him because that's done and over with. And of course she agrees. Well, I shouldn't say of course, because she tells him like, you know, you really broke my heart and I just don't think that I can go there with you again. But and him being his dominating obsessive way he's like you know it's either me or nobody so it is what it is and she's like uh you know i've always loved him when it's her point of view she's like i've always loved him and i i just don't see myself being without him so we're gonna try again and so at the end of this book because there's not really a time frame i want to say this shit happens in the, um, no, what, it was May, it was May, and they, what did I say, they shared the same birthday, so the birthday had came and passed, and it might have been maybe March, so close to a year, all this has happened, and in the epilogues, everybody is married except for Kaylin, and kelly i believe they're engaged but everybody else is married and pregnant except for those two so yeah so that was like the happily ever after for everybody everybody got pregnant and everybody had a baby except for kaylin and kelly because they decided to travel the world and you know they're like the fun couple while everybody else is at home raising kids now within the span of a year so yeah, but um come back next week because I'm also reviewing Married to a um Married to a New Orleans Savage and we'll talk about that as well. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people.